welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about Atiye the Gift season 1 episode 6 which kind of like wow, a lot went down without a lot going down. I feel like if that it makes any sense. Um and I really enjoyed it. Atiye is back to her normal self. kind of we I think you always feel like a lot goes down but i'm not always sure how much goes <laughs> well we got some big twists yeah except uh, they made it really obvious sadly but well, we can get it yeah later. we'll talk about that later cuz one of them was like what the hell is going on uh so i am not drinking any tea you guys drinking tea no i no wanted tea. to make some tea but then i got really lazy and i didn't want to get out of my bed What was Paris Hilton cooking on her show? She was cooking tacos, she was cooking french toast. She was cooking Oh, now she's going to cook something else. Oh no, and then she cooked vegan like impossible burgers and like, <laughs> like McDonald's vegan fries. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> None of that sounds uh-huh. terrible. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know why I kept I kept watching, but I guess it's entertaining <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I hope <laughs> you all have fun watching Paris cook food. I don't know. Uh now Sofia is going to take us through what happened in this episode. Okay. So just to get started because I felt this was kind of um not really tied in with what happened in the previous episode like at first I was convinced that maybe I was watching like the next episode rather <laughs> than the the right one. Um but like the right the last one was when Atiya was in that cave and she like decided that she needed to be her own person and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't remember exactly on what it ended, but the start of this episode definitely is not tied to that. We have Atiye back in her art studio um painting her logo again. I don't know what to call it. I just it, for me it's her logo. Um whatever it is. And so um at the same time Erhan like gets a box of his dad's stuff and he's kind of like going through it and He's pretty upset because basically when Zuhre like touched him, he realized that his family hadn't died normally like well not normally in the way that he thought which was in a car crash, but he found out that they were shot. And he's extremely frustrated about that. So he's like looking through the notebook and he start he notices or he I guess he guesses that it's written in in transparent ink. What's that called? Invisible ink. Sorry. and so he shines like the uv light at it and starts reading about how his father knew that he was threatened that he was being like persecuted by someone that someone wanted to know everything that he had been researching about gobekli tepe and they were blackmailing him saying that um if he didn't say that if, if he didn't tell them what he was discovering they would kill him basically but the father is say, say, ugh, sorry says in the journal It doesn't matter if they're going to kill me. I don't care. Like I'm not going to tell them what I'm discovering. So, um this makes Erhan kind of upset and he throws oh not yet. So, he calls the the other professor who was like friends with his dad and he 
basically asks him like is it true that my dad was murdered I mean I've been uncovering all these things like do you think it's true and the professor is like well I think you're on to something like basically telling him that it's true uh, that his father and his family was killed so he gets really upset and he throws the box um, and very coincidentally a cassette tape like rolls out with Atiyah's logo on it here I will have to suspend my disbelief because if you hit a cassette tape with the strength that he did it would probably break so I'm not buying that anyway so he finds this cassette tape it's in the rec- he has a recording device coincidentally somehow um, well not a recording device but that those little old tape things tape listening things and he presses play but it's in a language that he cannot understand so he's like trying to figure out how he's gonna find out what they're saying so he finds this usta this like old master wise person um i don't know how you would translate usta but that's my translation (laughs) and so it seems like this man works in like metal work is what i would surmise from his workshop so it turns out this man knows a lot of things apparently so he he shows him this drawing i'm not sure what the drawing is of because they don't actually show it or did you guys catch what it is he shows him like a notepad thing i don't remember that i don't remember that either oh well basically he asks what something is like he shows it to him and he's like what's this uh no because he plays him the cassette tape Yes, but first he shows him a drawing and he's like, what's this? Then I have no idea. <laughs> he tells him the story of this mythical creature in Islam. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So so Adhan shows him the drawing, that the illustration of the Shah Mehran that was in the frame in his dad's office that he just took out of the frame okay. and brought to him. But I thought you were saying the master showed him something. But it was, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Showed yeah, the master yeah. yeah, I have shown him the Shah Medan uh, illustration, and then that's what makes him go into his whole story. Yes. So the Usta tells the story of, of Shah Medan, who was half snake, half woman, it seems. Um, and I didn't really get the whole story, but basically, if she dies, her spirit lives on in her daughter. So I'm assuming that this is tied to Sukhre and Atiye, it seems, because, well, I will, we can discuss it later, but that's just what I thought about that story. And so then he plays the tape for this man and the man says that that's some numbers. So Erhan writes down these numbers uh, and apparently the tape is in Syriac. So he writes down these numbers and now he has to figure out what they mean in the meantime uh set up atia's mom is washing her grandmother who died so i'm assuming this is like part of the muslim tradition when someone dies uh where they wash the whole body the family does yeah traditionally oh is it the daughter because ati is like sitting outside not helping no i mean i I don't know she could have she could have helped there's like nothing stopping her from doing it other than i don't know maybe she doesn't like the dead <laughs> um and during the washing they show a lot of her tattoos i don't know if there's like a a reason they show that or it's just like an artistic thing um 
But anyways, we see a lot of her tattoos. And then Erhan, oh, well, I just did the order wrong a little bit, apparently, because the scene is interspersed with the washing um, Zuhre scene. So then um, Serap comes outside and, and uh, Ati is there. And basically Ati kind of stands up to her and, and tells her, that well because her mother is kind of relieved that's that Zuhre died she's saying like at least now she won't ruin other people's lives you know she believed in supernatural things and many people believed her too and Atia says like yeah I saw all the people that um kind of were devoted to her and were really thankful to her for what she had done but Atia basically stands up to her mother and tells her that like she, her love for Zuhre and Ati is similar in that she hates them viscerally, but she also loves them very deeply and that she can't really, you know, take those two feelings apart. So Ati, like for the first time, I feel like is really standing up to her mother and saying, you know, you gaslit me, you made me believe that I was crazy. Um, and I understand that you love me, but I mean, you also have clearly this, these mixed feelings that you can't hide. Uh, about how you feel about me so her mother tries to like downplay it and be like no I really love you and I just don't want anything bad to happen to you and that's why I didn't want you to meet your grandmother or have anything to do with her with her um but Ati kind of says like well basically I already have had a lot of contact with my grandmother and to me she kind of implies that basically like her grandmother already robbed off on her enough. So her mom cannot run away from her grandmother ever. I mean, she doesn't say that, but that's the impression that I got from that scene. So then some police officers come into Erhan's house and they accuse him of stealing some relics that were discovered in the um, in Gobekli Tepe, like trafficking in historical artifacts, basically, I think is what the police officer says. So he's taken to jail and he's extremely frustrated and Atia comes to see him and he just doesn't know what to do. And he's kind of stressed because he wants, he wants to know more about um, his, his dad's death. He's kind of has a hunch that it wasn't an, a traffic accident as he's been told his whole, his whole life. So Atia goes off and starts researching um Oh, well, that's later. So first we have a scene with Serdar and Ozan where Ozan is in Serdar's office and Serdar is saying like, you have to get Atiyah back. I don't care what happens. You have to marry her. Um, and Ozan says to him that it seems he cares more about Atiyah than he cares about his own son. To which the father replies that since he never grew up with a family because his mother died when he was very young. Now he needs to know what a family is like. And he doesn't understand that you have to make sacrifices in order to have a family and all this stuff that whatever is just kind of like very unfortunate. Um, and of course he yells at him and tells him he's an incompetent person and etc. So then um, Atiyah goes to her parents house and she tries to get information from her father regarding the car crash but her father thinks that if he gives her information he's going to feed into these crazy theories that she's been developing so he refuses to help her and um so she like they have a nice little bonding moment and then 
Erhan is in, in the jail and he's like reciting these numbers. And there's a, a man in the cell right next to him who's reciting Quranic um, verses. And he doesn't like Erhan doesn't really understand why. And he's trying to get the guy to speak lower. So then in the meantime, Ati is Googling this incident and trying to get information about what happened and, and how it could know whether it was an accident or not. And, and Ozan decides to come to the apartment and give her some flowers. And she basically tries to break up with him again. And he says, you know, like this, because she says that basically he, like he doesn't have kind of, I guess, like emotional intelligence. Like he, she will tell him like what she's worried about and, and he like won't be able to respond in the right way. So basically she's like saying they're incompatible, but he's saying that that's the only way that he knows how to love. So that's not going to change or she has to teach him and he wants them to get married so that she can teach him how to love better, which uh, it's kind of inconclusive whether they, whether she actually is saying that she wants to get back together because we know she doesn't want to. We have to talk about this scene later because there's a lot of confusing stuff going on here. Yeah, I'm very confused. So in the meantime, Jansu is arriving to the house and she sees Ozan leave and she gets super upset and she goes in the other direction. Um, And then in the meantime, Erhan is trying to sleep in the prison cell that he's in and this man just keeps just reciting these verses. And he's like, can you please be quiet? I really want to sleep. Like, I can't sleep. And then the guy says, well, you were reciting these numbers. And I'm just reciting the verses that coincide with those numbers that you were reciting. So it turns out that the numbers that Erhan's father had left on the tape corresponded to some verses in the Quran. So uh, now he has the connection to what they are. In the meantime, Atiyah fi- finds a guy who was a witness to the crash, to the, um, yeah, the, the supposed crash that killed um, Erhan's family. And uh, also, uh, Jansu walks into their parents' house and is super drunk and upset. And she tells her father, like ask, asks her father for advice about whether like, what do you do when you've done something that's really hurt someone you love? Like, should you tell them or should you not tell them? And the father basically says that she needs to tell this person what she did, which, of course, is um, her sleeping with Ozan. So she, like, has this nice conversation with her dad and they hug and whatever. And then Erhan finally gets let out of jail and he's very thankful to his cellmate. And Ati, in the meantime, she tracked down the witness that had been at the car crash and goes to this mosque where he works and has taken a vow of silence. So she touches his arm and I'm going out of order with the episode, but she touches his arm and is able to get a flashback to the scene of of when um, Erhan's parents were killed or I guess executed in a very horrible way by these people that we don't know who they are and she's able to see that the baby was safely like tucked away like somehow they were able to like hide the baby or i don't know i don't know if it was that or the killers realized that they couldn't kill a baby but i don't know 
but basically the baby is saved. That's the moral of the story. Um, <laughs> and Erhan, uh, his girlfriend, Hannah, uh, gets him out of jail and she tells him that she's tired of being an assistant to the professor and she wants to start doing some research of her own and kind of like be an archaeologist because she's just being like doing kind of like secretarial work, it seems. So she's coming back into the picture, which, okay. So then we have this whole scene with Atiyah that I mentioned previously. And then Jansu decides that she's going to barge into a board meeting or some sort of important looking meeting that Ozan is having to tell him that she's going to tell her sister everything. Um, but I'm sorry, like it, Jansu has to do this. Like she has to make a scene. She could have just like texted him, I guess. But of course she had to interrupt some sort of board looking meeting. That was one of my WTFs. <laughs> was, why is this happening right now? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So Erhan's back home and Atiyah comes to him and is trying to share this information that she discovered from touching this man's shoulder. And Erhan is extremely upset to find out that his sister is alive. I guess he's like sad that he never looked for her or like lived his whole life thinking that he was alone in the world, but he actually had his sister. I guess we can discuss that in the, in the discussion section. So Ati is trying to comfort him and like trying to calm him down. And then she also like weirdly tries to kiss him, which he gets really angry about because he thinks that she's just hot, like feeling pity for him which of course uh, bruises his ego very much. And so he gets kind of upset and kicks her out of his apartment. And then Serdar is doing this weird meditation thing, but then he gets like a call from a weird thing that is talking to him in some other language. It seems like a robot. I don't even know. <laughs> to me, aliens, definitely the, aliens. The, the language was... The, at least in the Turkish so I turn on the Turkish subtitles because uh, my grandma's watching with me and it's <laughs> easier for her to keep up because they like mumble uh, to read the Turkish subtitles so in the Turkish subtitles it said they were speaking Syriac again oh in that scene yeah interesting it definitely did not say that it and... did not no I don't know why they like I don't know why they would lie about that so it's weird but it's weird they don't show it in one set of subtitles but do in the other <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also, I guess the voice is, like, distorted and, like, robot-y. It seemed like aliens to me because the cosmos were on the TV. <laughs> I thought it was, my, when I first, when, my first time watching this, I thought it was aliens and they were speaking, like, alien language. This was, my, <laughs> this, was, this was my first time having subtitles on and seeing Syriac. Mm. Well, we learned something new from the subtitles every day. <laughs> Yes, either either just lies or like yeah information that would have been nice to know yeah. in this case <laughs> yeah so then Atia gets home and her sister's really sad and talking about all the men that she slept with and how she's only fallen in love with one of them <sighs> which is such a weird way to say we need to talk about this scene too <laughs> and so she gets really sad and she gets into the whole like I'm, I'm a part of the family but I'm not a part of the family um, and Atia tries to comfort her. And in the meantime, Erhan decides to go to the cemetery because he doesn't believe his sister is alive. 
because he saw a dead body and touched a dead body. So he's convinced that she must have died. And so he goes and digs it up, which honestly is probably top one most terrifying thing to do in the world to me. Like, I don't want to encounter some sort of skeleton of any kind. <laughs> I can only imagine you in that situation. So yeah, it's so funny. I would never be in that situation. <laughs> anyway, so then she, Jansu's very upset and Ati is trying to comfort her saying like, you're part of the family. Look, this is the first day you, day you came into our family, blah, blah, blah. And so then she takes a second look at the picture. Turns out the baby is wearing the same clothes as Erhan's baby sister in the vision. So we find out that Jansu is actually Erhan's biological sister, which is a big deal. And Erhan finds a very creepy looking doll in the grave. So we know that his sister is not dead. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yes. So we have a lot to talk about, uh, especially aliens. So we're going to move straight on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section. would you guys like to start um in the very first scene i just want to i may have missed it sophia but your call out of it i mean but i wrote down that there's a sharpie drawn like spiral not the atia logo but like a spiral on the box of um nazim stuff oh and then that same spiral is on part of the cassette like not not just Letia's logo, but that spiral is also on the cassette, and I forget where else. It also appeared somewhere else um, in the cave, maybe. Maybe yeah. It's just so it's like another it's like another symbol in addition to the Atia like line with the diamonds. Okay. Like a spiral, and it reminded me of the cosmos in her locket, and on the TV screen. So maybe it's like something along those lines. Little Easter eggs that they keep dropping that. I don't remember how it all comes together. <laughs> I forgot to mention last time, but the cosmos in the locket, did that look exactly like men in black to you guys? Cause it really looked exactly like, you know, the thing on the cat's collar that contains the universe. That's exactly what men it looked like. Oh, I agree with you, but I haven't seen men in black. You haven't seen men in black. No. What's wrong with you? But I don't remember. Cause I saw when I don't I like aliens, them. man. They're friend. Well, most of them are friendly. Stay on your own planet slash dimension, people. They come as tourists. That horrible cockroach thing that's horrifying from the first. Yeah, that the bug is bad. Yeah, but it's defeated in the end. I mean, the the ones with Will Smith are really good. I I I refuse to see the new um, generation that does not. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I mean, I like both of them. I wish it was a good movie, but. Everyone said it was bad, so. Okay, we go to Erhan's apartment again. Uh, and I can't, I just can't save this for the what the fucks. Like, how has he, how is he just discovering his father's stuff? Right? 
Yeah, yeah. completely agree. I had that noted as well. I mean, I don't remember you, how long he's been dead. Book? Um, since Adam was like eight, yeah, or ten. Very young. Oh, he died in that car crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what the yeah. hell? You like you took over his like... sight. Right. You're clearly obsessed with him. So why didn't you look at the boxes? Maybe it was before? like too painful or something. I guess. Maybe. Only thing that would make sense to me. Maybe. Oh, us being sensitive. Shit <laughs> on him for not looking at the box. I mean, uh, the, just the fact, like, for me, this is this is my what the fuck, but I will also say it now because it's so absurd. Like, when he gets angry and upset, he just throws the belongings everywhere. Like, what? Wh- why? I feel like that's just such a, like, dude thing to do. Like, either punch a wall, like, kick a box. It's because he needs to demonstrate to us how absurdly large his apartment is. His apartment. And how nice the views are. I really want that apartment. apartment. I know, it's incredible. Um, The other thing that was weird was that the the older professor, is the name Onur? Uh, Onur, I think. Onur. He basically knew that his, Erhan's family was murdered, but has just been like, chill in until asked that's my yeah, other like, big what the fuck yeah what's the it's deal just, with that dude that dude is sketchy and i don't know if he's supposed to be sketchy but he seems sketchy to me agreed yeah there's some, definitely something off about him i assume that he's like paid off by said that or something Ooh, maybe he's like the actor is very much a-list so like there's like when i first watched the show it's like they this is not just a cameo or if it is it's like a weird flex by the director (laughs) 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 to bring him in um he's definitely gonna have more of a purpose than just being like concerned elderly mentor um and also um hannah shouts to katapata ashk uh, is good. It has to be more important than she has been right now, and she's his assistant, right? So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. She, also, I mean, she bores me very much. Sorry. <gasps> just, just you wait, Sophia. Also, can we just do a quick shout out to like random Western names, aka Billy from Love Island? <laughs> <laughs> Billy, <laughs> you finally accepted it. Come back, Billy. We miss you. No, we don't. I, I, I was rewatching Love 101 uh, a couple weeks ago and I was like, Mom, Mom, what did they just call her? And she's like, Billy? And I was like, Billy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the second season's coming out in September. So, oh, good. Officially. Perfect. Yeah. So, B- Billy returns. Billy, re- we'll the return of Billy. The return of It's <laughs> September 30th online, I just saw. Yeah. So I, I feel like we'll, we'll have finished Atiye by then. Yeah, or at least one yeah, or two so. seasons and then we'll go back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the wise old copper, I, I don't know what the right word is. Coppersmith. Coppersmith? Like one who makes copper. Or things. I thought Usta. it was copper too. Because he's the only Usta. He's the now. Usta. He just happens to speak the right very rare language that's on the tape that but was convenient where is he had, like, had what, asked. What? i think they're oh. in that town um that's near uh 
Nemrit. Yeah. Okay, so I have so, I have the same question because they, I don't I don't know what's supposed to be in Istanbul and what's not supposed to be in Istanbul. Yeah, that was definitely not near, Istanbul. I thought they were near Göbek to Tepe, which is like Syriac would make way more sense. Okay, yeah. Tepe than, than, than that. Let's say that. Yeah. They were definitely in a small eastern town somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, they could do with a few more like. Maybe like some quick shots of like the city and then. <laughs> bam, or uh, one of those called like a lower third with the name of the mm-hmm. place. Yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah, like I don't think that would detract that much. It's kind of confusing. Like also Turkey's not like, I mean, it's not a huge country compared to like the US or like Canada, but it's, it's still pretty uh, large. You don't just bop over. Yeah, you don't just bop over. Yeah, to... and I feel like part of the appeal of the show compared to a lot of other Turkish shows is that it, it goes a bunch of different places so yeah they should Although take I, advantage of that i remember when i was first watching this show i had this thought and i had the thought again organically and then i remembered that i had the thought before when i had it and i was like y'all are really trying to cover like every piece of turkish lore <laughs> or turkic lore like whether it makes any sense or not yes. I mean, we'll see how it all ties in but like the shaman i was like i was like oh. can we like digest the Nimrud thing because yeah. that for me was like very random yeah the Shamaran thing oh my god it was so random and then, so random. And then I googled it and it's such a horrible story yeah no oh, I want to look did her wrong and it's like held up well it's actually cool because now it's like a symbol of like lgbtq uh sub- and just and just activism. and women's uh and women's just empowerment. I think yeah. before that, it was also like a women, you know. Kurdish women's empowerment know. is what it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're actually making a Netflix original series about Shahmedan. And I'm like, you guys have done like you've done a lot already. <laughs> More. It's also just like the story is like three lines, and then she sacrifices herself. Like, is that really something to look up yeah. to but so are people gonna are okay. people gonna like watch snakes maybe actually Ugh, gross <laughs> <laughs> set up is still a bitch no surprises there hate her guts we want you wanted to talk about er- ozan yes okay are they ignoring the fact that he raped her last episode because she was just like oh i don't like that you buy me expensive presents when you make me mad yeah that's her biggest complaint not the rape yeah i i thought the same thing i was i was expecting her to say it because she's so empowered this time around but i guess that's too much i don't know i mean it would have made sense if they showed that she was like physically afraid of him or something but that's not her vibe this episode so it was really weird that they just glossed over that i thought same yeah completely agree uh, yeah very tone deaf after being trying to be like pretty woke in the last yeah. episode yeah and then she's like oh i don't like roses and i don't like when you buy me expensive things <laughs> that's why i want to break up with you the thing is that she doesn't she leaves the door open at the end of the conversation she like, does she doesn't break up with him definitively like she could have used the rape thing to say you know i recently remembered this or like was feeling again very distressed by this and i don't ever want to see you again you know yeah or don't you don't even have to say why i just say i don't want to see you again but she didn't say that and i can't remember but she doesn't have any reason to suspect that family yet does she 
No, I don't think so. Because that would be the only other reason of her like wanting to keep her enemies close. Well, she doesn't know how obsessed Sardar is with her. Like, right. And I don't think this like Ozan realizes either that this is not just like him loving her like a daughter. It's like just fucked up shit. Remember when Sardar was like, son, I've pitied you your whole life. <laughs> that was so bad. He's so He's mean. Like- He's full of so many zingers that are just like really that those cut deep, man. <laughs> Doesn't excuse anything that Ozad's done, but like I can see kind of why he's the way he is. He's like very fucked up because his dad's yeah. just like constantly showering abuse. I mean, his dad is incredibly <laughs> abusive, but yeah, yeah, uh, and also an alien, maybe. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so so Sophia had messaged our group before we started recording that she had figured out the twist before it happened. When did you figure out the twist, Sophia? The John uh, Su twist. When they said that she had been adopted by a police officer, or some, they said something like that. And when she put the baby, well, when they found out the baby wasn't dead, that was my first thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also figured it out before they explicitly told us but I actually kind of like that because I think it means that they've they've set up enough evidence for you to get there on your own and then they like confirm it for you so I don't mind not being like shocked by that twist yeah it was a bit like very obvious was my only thing but well especially when um Atia's dad was like oh I won't help you then I was like oh I wonder if he was the cop Oh, that that's weird. Awesome. Yeah. And also when uh, Jansu comes in drunk and dad is like, oh, I know what it's like to have something terrible weighing on your conscience. I was like, oh, <laughs> kindly dad figure clearly is some shit going on. Yeah. Also, Sophia, for someone who thought it was very obvious, I think a couple episodes ago, you thought the adoption thing was just jokes that Johnson was making. That was me. Okay, okay. All right. I'll attest to that too. But now it just seems very convenient that Johnson is Erhan's sister. It's Um, yeah, because they're all like at the they're like all at the center of some conspiracy. Yeah, that's been going on for a very long time. And they work together to um, fail to free Atie from Nemrut, so they're like basically brother and sister already. Already, yeah, comrades and shovels. Yeah. Um. Also, what do you guys think of the whole? Okay, there was so much like romantic things this episode. Like, oh, I completely forgot she kissed him. Right? She kissed him, but then Hannah comes back into the picture. And she doesn't close the door entirely with Ozan. So I'm very confused. Clearly, this is going to be a will they or won't they until who knows what season when they will finally get together. And who knows it's like a love quadrangle or something. It's very complicated already. <laughs> Plus, you throw in Jansu. So it's like a love pentagon. So is Jansu in love with Ozan? Is that what she's trying to say with the whole yeah. thing? Yeah. How could she be in love with him if she hates him? Why does she hate him? I hate, well, remember the first episodes when she was, she did something really openly like that she hated him. Oh, I think she was just jealous. And then he just creeped on her while she was showering. She was negging him. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. 
<laughs> do you think Erhan is into Atier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah. he just has a very big male ego that cannot be bruised by being being vulnerable with someone. Mm. Okay. Cuz he did he didn't react positively to the kiss at all. <laughs> well, it's cuz he thinks that she pities him, which I don't understand how he would draw that line. Like, well, he oh, was literally I- crying and that she kissed him, so yeah, but you don't kiss someone because you pity them. That would be a weird reason to kiss them. It would. It would. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm just imagining someone really weird. Like, I don't know. You wouldn't kiss someone that's like a friend because like they just found out something tragic about their past. What kind of friend are you? <laughs> Terrible friend. Smooching <laughs> <just> people. <laughs> um, do you guys think that Ate is going to care about the Jansu Ozan. I kind of get like, well, the leaving things open as we discussed was weird, but I kind of get the feeling she wouldn't really care all that Same. much. I feel like she's above it all now. Yeah, she's exactly. Weirdly, exactly. weirdly omniscient. I would not omniscient, but has the potential to be. I would be pretty <laughs> mad at her if she like shut Jansu okay. out because of that. Well, but it's also a very shitty thing to do. Yes. <laughs> very shitty thing to do. No denying that. But Chansu has issues. Yes, she does. Um, I really liked Serdaj's yoga scene. That was so weird. What was he doing? He Was he meditating? He was, yeah, I think he was meditating so that he could contact the aliens that are his tribe. Well, he's also meditating in a three-piece suit. (laughs) He also went to like an excavation rescue mission in a three-piece suit. I'm pretty sure it's all he owns. Maybe it's just his like human suit. Like it's just like. Yeah, like Men in Black, the Egger suit. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I see. I've seen it. (laughs) It's it's a fun series, but. Definitely the cockroach thing is disgusting. Yeah. The best thing is a talking pug. Obviously. So good. <laughs> oh, and, and all the scenes of Will Smith, like acing all the tests. I love that. <laughs> oh, I have a, a, the Sophia already talked about how creepy it was that Erhan was digging up his dead baby sister. Um, mm. But I think it's even more creepy that he found a doll because I think dolls are really creepy. And then a bear was like a doll, dirty, decayed doll. Oh, yeah. God, I don't think that there's anything scarier. Horrible. That was definitely horrible. Um, also, okay, this is controversial, but do you guys think that Johnson has a drinking problem? Yes. Wait, why? Like, why is that even like a question? Yeah, she's like always drunk. <laughs> I just like, I don't know if that's a character trait or like something that's going to come into play. No. Oh, I don't know. If, I, I'm not sure if it, I can't remember if it comes into play or not, but like, it, I think it's just a manifestation of all of her. Exactly. I mean, we don't know like no issues. the time frame. Like maybe she only gets blackout drunk once a week, which <laughs> is mean... not recommendable, obviously. <laughs> that's still a lot. Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I definitely think she's got a lot of issues, but maybe being reunited with her bro will be the cure for all of them. I wonder how, I feel like she's going to react badly to that. 
I don't know. I, I mean, he's a nice guy. Hopefully it's all happy sunshine and rainbows. I mean, sure. <laughs> uh, no, she's very sensitive. I think she's not going to take it well. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you guys have anything else for this section? Um, I'm just looking at my notes. Also, I'm very confused as to what Atiyah's income is like. <laughs> she has this very nice studio. Then she has a very nice apartment. So I don't know. Is she doing great as an artist? It seems. I mean, also with Erhan's apartment, I'm pretty sure it's just like really cheap to get a super nice apartment in Istanbul. Is it? Though? I think that's what the show is telling us. Is it though? Because no, like, how no, is Erhan on the show this. in this crazy apartment and Atiyah has this gigantic loft plus, I mean, it's crazy. Erhan's uh, only thing might be that like his family left before, like it was left to him. Yeah. Um, Atiyah on a police officer's salary, I don't think, well, I mean, dad's house is nice too. I don't know. Well, he's he owns a security, <laughs> a security company, company now. Right, that's true. That's true. But still, but Ati, I mean, two, I'm, two if nice she's having shows, she's making a lot of money. But yeah, she wasn't yeah, before. True. Yeah, she, didn't she sell like sell every painting? Yeah, at that yeah. one show. Yes, because so. everyone wants that. Every painting that's, that's exactly the same thing. Maybe Sardar bought them all secretly. Oh, I feel like that's true. I wonder. My big question that I've been asking the whole season is how, like, why does Serdar need Atiyah? Yes. Yeah, that's the big question. That's the big question. Also, like, when is Serdar? What is Serdar? Like, I think, I think he pre, I think he precedes and is after Atiyah. Like, I think he's just all over time. (laughs) Interesting. Open your minds. Everywhere. I'm very impatient. I just want to like know what the hell happens. You know, it's it's the kind of thing like sometimes when I watch shows, if I don't binge them, I like have to Google what happens because I just get so annoyed not knowing. <laughs> don't do it, Sophia. No, I'm obviously not going to do it because like then it would be dumb for me to do that for this show because I the whole point is to react as I go. But yeah. But yes, it's I did hard. Watch- I also do that. And I also, if I'm like reading a book and I'm starting to care about a character a lot, I go to like the last five pages to see whether they die or not. And then oh, I'm like, God. okay, I can let myself care about them. <laughs> I think I watched all eight episodes of this sh- show the first time in one day. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what I usually do. Like the the new season of, what was it? I don't know. There was something that I binge watched last week. Love is Blind or something like that. Oh, God, no. But I did watch the reunion show. God. It, I need to watch it. Yeah, I became aware of it last week. And it was I didn't pretty know. fake, in my opinion. But we can discuss uh. it once you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first reunion show and it was like, wow, Amber's been making good use of that new income. <laughs> That's the only no, thing I took away. Amber got, Amber got Barnett to pay off all of her college debt, apparently. Yeah. Like, and buy her new boobs. And yeah, she's... Ugh, oh, she got new boobs? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. But she... So the, they sold his house and they live with her roommate now. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. Yeah, that yeah, poor guy. Sold, he sold the house for, like, the college debt thing. Like, who does wow. that? 
but her college there didn't seem like it was enough for you to sell a house. And then I guess maybe it had a mortgage or something. Well, she <laughs> had a bunch of credit card debt too. She's True. a real charmer. Yeah. I mean, just goes to show that financial education is very important. <laughs> um, okay. On that note, <laughs> should we move to the history section? Yes. Now I've read about Karam. Ka- oh, God. Shahmaran or something? Shahmaran. That's a lot of syllables. (laughs) (laughs) I kept Googling it and getting like an oil company. And then I got like, I started saying Shana Ra, which is like the fantasy series. uh, Anyway. So now we're going to move on into our history section, where we are talking about the language Syriac and its history, since it played a vital role, and apparently more than we knew with Sardar listening to it uh, in this episode. Wait, I also have a question about the verses also, because like, he says numbers, but then the guy says, oh, it's the star Shura, and then it's another Shura, like, they're not necessarily numerical, or is the star Shura a numerical Shura as well? Yeah, so it's oh. like the 53, the 83, and the 30 are specific surahs, like they're numbered surahs within the Quran, and then there's like verses within them, so like 16, 6, and 19 are okay. the verses. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. So it's like in the Bible where yeah, it's like, like Bible, number, yeah. colon, number. Yeah, it's the, it's the the book, then the chapter, then the versicle. I had to do that in religion class in school. Fun times. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Syriac. Who wants to go? I can start, I guess. All I got is it's old. It's old. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so it is a name given to a dialect of Aramaic, um, Eastern Ar- a dialect of Eastern Aramaic, actually, that was used prodigiously from the fourth to the eighth century in a lot of literature. And it was used for Christian liturgical writings and like ceremonies and stuff um, all throughout the Middle East and all the way to China, actually. But eventually it started to die off as a spoken language and became just like a religious uh, language, kind of like Latin is to the Catholic church now. The alphabet is really cool looking. I encourage you to Google it. Mm -hmm. And it's written in a derivation of the Aramaic alphabet. It's, I believe, still spoken in some very small pockets of Middle Eastern Christians. Um, But mostly it's a dead language at this point. And I had something else from Encyclopedia Britannica. Let's see. Okay, yeah. So so how it evolved is um, Aramaic became the uh, main language in amongst the Aramaeans, which is not helpful, in the late 11th century BCE. Um, But by the 8th century BCE, it was accepted by the Assyrians as their second language and kind of like the lingua franca of the land um, and used by Babylonian merchants to communicate to the Assyrians. Uh, And it supplanted Akkadian in that role. 
um, and then kind of evolved from there. And that's why it's called Syriac is because the Assyrians. And then Syriac is part of the Eastern Aramaic language family, which also includes uh, Mandaean, Eastern Neo-Assyrian, and Aramaic of the Babylonian Talmud, which, wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I was going to say that apparently it's it's very, uh, there's a, a group of Christians that are called yeah. the Syria Christians that still speak it today. And it seems like they're Eastern Orthodox is what it seems to me. In its widest scope, Syria Christianity encompasses all Christian denominations that follow East Syriac Rite or West Syriac Rite, um, which... <laughs> the Wikipedia page is really dense and boring. It's just poorly written, I think. Yeah. There's a really significant um, Orthodox church in Antakya, which is uh, Antioch the Turkish name for Antioch, um, also in southeastern Turkey, and uh, I believe it's the seat. Like, I think, I think, like, Syriac Christianity is still linked to the overall Eastern Orthodox patriarchate, but I think they have, like, their own little mini patriarchate, or, like, a sub-patriarchate in Antakya. Um, and in, in Mardin, which is not a city we've been to yet in, in Atia, but I wouldn't put it past them to like randomly go to Mardin <laughs> at some point um, on the heels of some other myth. Um, but there, I think actually Syriac is fairly commonly encountered. Like there's a travel program, a Turkish language travel program that I like to watch. And um, not only are there a lot of churches there, but also just like signs, like or just not, not, not everywhere. And it's not like official, like, city of Mardin, you know, bilingual signs, but like there are notices and stuff posted in Syriac as well as um, Turkish. So I think there is enough of a population there who speak it like as a living language, uh, which is interesting and very unusual at this point in history. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. I also Googled the Lot tree because I didn't know what that was. Did you guys know? It's apparently marks the utmost boundary in the seventh heaven which no one can pass no one can pass and no one has ever passed except muhammad i guess they say the messenger of allah here oh, so this isn't but this isn't the same as the tree of knowledge in oh something else okay. i thought it was the same as the tree of knowledge um in in the garden of eden i guess no, it's, I think it's, uh, at least from these very small Google results, unique to Islam. All right, do we do it? So now we're going to move on into our favorite section, which is what the fuck Sultan of success and Fatma's hit list. What the fucks I'll speed through the ones I've already mentioned. What the fuck Erhan's apartments too nice, too big. What the fuck, what the fuck Erhan ignoring all of his dad's works, even though he works on the same site as him this whole time. And then <laughs> finally, and I think as will appreciate this, what the fuck Gobekli Tepe being yes, on the news again. <laughs> 
yeah. like the main news station on TV. There's not enough going on in Turkey. <laughs> just talk about archaeology. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's just always on. <laughs> Wait, also, what what was that whole thing about Erhan being blamed for? I mean, that sounds like Sardar doing some, some nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I think Sardar was pissed that he had escaped the custody of whoever the fuck was running that rescue mission. Uh, what are your guys' what the fucks? I think I already said mine. Um, John Su barging into a boardroom to continue to threaten <laughs> Ozan very stupidly. That's how people communicate. They don't text right. each other. They don't call each other. Yeah, they what just an burst into portrayal of how like mil- millennials prefer to interact. Like we we don't even want to talk on the phone, <laughs> much less show up in person. No. And now post COVID, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, also, what an inaccurate portrayal of how yeah, boardrooms yeah, work in can, general. Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minus one for a boardroom portrayal and minus one for millennial portrayal. Try again. Um, <laughs> that was ridiculous. Like, also, independent of the boardroom uh, bursting in, like, don't tell him again. Like, already telling him once was stupid. And now, like, you could have just gone in and talked to your sister when you saw Ozan leaving the apartment from afar at you know toward the beginning of the episodes so dumb and then yeah the whole like sad telling his son that he's only pitied him his whole life like ouch <laughs> ouch I don't know I'm sure some famous person has a really nice quote about it but I feel like if you have to threaten someone twice yeah it's never gonna work yeah. out you know you gotta follow through Sophia what are your what the fucks Okay, sorry. I just found out some interesting information about the Syriac thing. Okay, yeah, we can add it in. Apparently, um, the city, one of the cities where, well, that they mention uh, regarding Syriac is Edessa. And apparently Edessa is Urfa. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Sorry, not that interesting, but I just thought it was It at least makes, (laughs) it backs up the fact that we thought it was good. Like, she had to, or the whole coppersmith thing had to have happened there as opposed to a different location. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my main what the fuck is him getting angry at um, the box and just kicking it. (laughs) (laughs) Things in there. That's such a funny thing to be outraged about, Sophia. (laughs) It's the last (laughs) thing that you have left of your father and you decide to destroy it because you're angry. I mean, sorry. Not cool. Makes no sense to me. Um, but I think my other what the fuck, well, of course, him digging that grave thing, like that would not be my first reaction if I received that news. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, he likes to dig. He's an archaeologist. It's like his profession. I guess he finds bones all the time, but he was going to find a half decomposed because this accident yeah, was in 1996. Here's my general question: and, like, would like what would be like what would be left at that point? Like, would there even be bones? Probably still flesh. Probably there. Probably you would still be gross. Would still be flesh. Which is really gross. Yeah. Well, did I tell you this horrible story? Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. I'm just kind of like. <laughs> Do we want to hear it? Like in a coffin, right? It's in the dirt. That's why I'm skeptical that there would be anything. Yeah. But like, maybe some bones left. No, I think I think there would, because 
Well, just because like my grandma once had to like oh. dig out her parents because like the the tomb they were in like flooded or something and there was still uh. flesh. So oh my god. Okay. No, you had to tell this. I understand Sophia's trauma though, just in general about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I learned that not that long ago, but it's still very traumatic to me. It was yes, genetic trauma. <laughs> well, you know that there is some stu- there are some studies about how trauma affects like um yeah and and like when you have children how your trauma affects them. Interesting stuff. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so that's one of my what the fucks. I totally agree with you Esgi that she doesn't need to give Ozan yeah, this ultimatum like, like three it. times. Like what the hell? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, once is fine. <laughs> Okay, also that whole scene with them like cleaning Zuhre, like I thought that Zuhre was going to come to life or something because I feel like there should have been like a re- like it doesn't seem like there was a consequence to that or I thought that she was well, going to be dead. I, I don't think know. They I thought were just showing her concurrently because of the Shah Mehran story and like the very heavy implication uh, that she's some incarnation of Shah Mehran and now I guess Atiyah yeah. or set up is like whatever we'll see we'll see what, we'll see whatever myths yeah. other myths we can squeeze in here first <laughs> yeah for sure um and well also it's funny how ozan like follows his dad's orders even though he's kind of like i don't know why you're telling me to do this i don't want to do it but fine i'll do it yeah you want me to do it. yeah he's a surprisingly good soldier despite uh, like not being respected <laughs> yeah he should uh he should yeah. rebel he should get out of there quick before he becomes an alien too also wtf to john Su's drinking problem <laughs> he's a bit much and yeah i think wtf to where this whole show is taking place because i i'm not clear on that i think those are mine all right uh, let's do Fatima's hit list now so we can end on a high note. Ozan is up there, obviously. Are we mad at uh, potentially Atiyah's dad for kidnapping a baby away from her brother? So is, is he part of the cover-up or did he just take a baby he found at a random accident? I mean, it's pretty weird to just take a baby from an accident anyway. Like the parents, I guess, were very dead. Like, because if she was wearing, like, the same clothes or whatever it is Atier found, that means she didn't go, like, into the system and right. then he adopted her. That's my assumption. Are, are we feeling Ozan, or would you guys like to put anybody else out there? I think Ozan. I mean, inside there, obviously, just because, like, ew. Yeah, but he, hasn't, yeah. he didn't really do anything this episode, so. Okay, Ozan it is. Uh, Sultan of success. I'm going to put Erhan for figuring out an important clue and also gaining a sister. Fair enough. Will Jansu now feel that she's part of a family? Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully. Mm, Does Atiyah deserve any praise for standing up to mom? Well, yeah, but then she doesn't stand up to this dude, which makes me kind of upset. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Erhan? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, congratulations to our Sultan of Success, Erhan. 
uh, Ozan, we hope Fatima comes for you. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode, and we will be back next time with ATA Season 1, Episode 7.